Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, people of all ages, it's been a while. It's been a long, long time. But like kind of like with full flats, we can't go nowhere. It is your host, B Heard, aka Brian, aka Prince, aka Prince Vegeta Wilder Hating. Tyler Bryan Hour is back in full effect. TBH Hour, TBH, whatever you want to call it, now officially on iTunes, SoundCloud, Spotify. I think we hit the holy trinity as far as the SoundCloud rapper goes hitting every market. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. But that voice you hear is that voice you love, and it's all credit to this man that this podcast exists to this day three years later. This man wanted me to bring it back. We brought it back. This man had the place. It's my brother, my brethren, the one and only Tyler Gross. You want to talk to the people one time? Hola, everybody. This is Tyler the Libra, a.k.a. Libra Hendrix, a.k.a. just Tyler, whatever you want to call me these days. I'm actually going to divert to my actual name nowadays, just Tyler, you know. Oh, so the Libra persona dead? Is that what you're trying to say? No, I'm not saying the Libra persona dead. I'm just saying that, you know, I feel like as I grow older, it's time for me to actually kind of just go back to my roots and my roots being my actual government name. Oh, okay. <laughs> you know, so you know, it's funny that you say that too, because like the more I'm on social media, the more of a presence I'm getting. I guess motherfuckers are starting calling me by my government name, and I don't like. I don't like it if I introduce you as like, oh, I'm Prince or I'm Be Heard. Address me as such. Like most people are getting too comfortable where they just like, yo, well, Brian, like, bro, you, you. I'm talking as far as social media goes. Social media, like people that actually know me and know me, know me. That's cool, but if you don't know me, bro, address me what I tell you. So, like, even if I was you, like, if I was Tyler Libra and I told people that, and they're like, oh, yeah, like, what's up, Tyler? Nah, Tyler Libra, bro. Like, say like, the whole thing and don't say nothing at all. Have you actually gotten called by your, like, social media name? Like, um, ever? I, I feel like I've had that, I've had that happen at least probably once. And it hasn't happened since. Everybody I would like, say, oh, as, oh, what's up, Tyler? I, I would say, as far as the, I mean, YouTube and Twitch go, I get referred to as like uh, Prince or Be Heard, and that's why I feel comfortable being called now. Especially because, like, I think I want to say like Ron. Shout out to Ron, but uh, I want to say it was him that kind of gave me the nickname Be Heard, and everybody just kind of went with it. So I'm actually okay with that. It, it's just like, like I like those two nicknames that I have. And I've had such trash nicknames in the past where I'm like, I'm never going back to those trash nicknames. Don't call me that. Just call me what I tell you to call me. Or don't call me at all. <laughs> like, for real, for real. Um, geez, I guess we should start off with explaining where we've been. And I'll start off first. <sighs> wow. It feels like uh, it feels like Dragon Ball or like One Piece or Naruto where we have that time skip and just shit just starts happening. Like, don't I feel like we're in like the GT part of like Dragon Ball or something? Oh, no, even Dragon Ball had a time skip. They had that seven year skip. Where oh, yeah, they did. Yeah, before Kid Buu and all them. Um, so 2018, I'm not going to lie. That year was kind of ass for me. For me, personally, I don't know what Tyler speaks about his 2018. He can speak on that. But 2018 was was real bad. I was in a, I, I was in a hole. Like, I was really in a black hole just by myself, kind of working other jobs, this and the third. Ended up getting the job that I do have now. But, yeah, it was bad. I mean, 2018, I didn't have – my phone wasn't on. Uh, I think the – bank account that I did have like they both owed money so I couldn't have a checking or savings account so any money that I did get I just had to keep cash wise in my pocket I think I, that's when I ended up making my PayPal account so 2018 was kind of kind of a rough trying year for me especially uh 
like I did have a job, but it wasn't just paying enough. And it was one of those jobs that just like I had to work in the morning. And in 2019 is kind of when I started getting my like ish together, if you will. And the crazy part about 2019 is like I kept that job for the longest time and I was working two jobs and I'm talking I'm working crazy shifts because I would leave the one job in the morning from I would go all the way out to like West Des Moines four to nine work that job come home chill for a little bit then four o'clock would come I would go to my other job that I have now work that from four to like 11 or 12 like things used to work crazy that's, like that's, mentally draining shifts that were just ludicrous that is wild but the beauty of the job that I have now is it's been my highest paying job and it pays weekly and then I met some amazing amazing people at that job like I've met some of my closest friends now to that job and people that I rock with and I care for and like if they weren't there there's no way in hell I would still be at this job now right. um Let's see, what else happened in 2019? Oh, I had a comp, uh, commentary uh, opportunity. Maybe some of you guys do like my voice. Maybe some of you don't. Whatever. It don't matter. I sleep excellent every night. But for those of you who do not know, I was involved in the FGC, which is the fighting games community. And then I wanted to be a commentator. And that's why, come on, be heard. Like, it just it just fit. It just all fit. I had an opportunity to get flown out to California and... I went, did a commentary for the tournaments and that. I didn't do a lot of tournaments, but I did a fair share, a decent amount. I think I did Honey Bee, who's an FGC pro in Mortal Kombat. I did his Swarm Series tournament. I, I dabbled in it, and then I wanted to really hit the storm and do big things in this year, but obviously this year went towards a different toll and charge traveling and all that stuff goes. Um, is there anything else I wanted to mention in my 2019? I feel like it's I feel like there was something else, but, you know, it's escaping me as I'm talking on the podcast. Do you want to go over your 2018 and 2019, Tyler? Uh, to be honest with me, uh, to be honest with you, uh, 2018, I kind of just blocked that year out of my mind. Not necessarily because it was anything bad. It was just because I wouldn't say anything really eventful happened in 2018. I mean, at the end of 2018, I... Got, you know, my dream car pretty much, the 2015 Dodge Challenger, you know, is, is a beaut. It's definitely a beaut. Everybody it's nice. It. But, um, yeah, I got that. And then, you know, probably around 2019 was a year that I definitely wanted to focus more into my photography stages as far as just being able to get out there and being able to, you know, travel to different places outside Des Moines, outside the state of Iowa, and just pretty much just get a feel for different locations, shooting with different models and stuff like that. Pretty much getting my name known out there, you know, as far as photography goes and stuff like that. And I mean, I would say that 2019 was pretty productive year as far as that goes I had the opportunity to travel out to Oregon to see our good friend Brent shout out to Brent Walker shout out to be dub one time and um yeah and the trip there the trip getting there was absolutely beautiful I mean I think we traveled to we traveled to about five states um one of which was Utah, which was absolutely crazy, just being able to drive through uh, the Rocky Mountains and you know different cities that they have, Salt Lake being one in particular, 
and pretty much just being able to like go do that and be able to say that hey you know like this is something that you know feels good it feels great to be out here and you know it's just one of those things that like I wanted to kind of get off my list you know be able to travel to you know the Pacific Northwest or anywhere in the West Coast at that matter because I haven't pretty much been out of the state of Iowa you know, I mean, I've been to trips, little like family vacations here and there. But we went like, to Minnesota that one time. Too. Oh yeah, we did went to Minnesota. But um, yeah, I just wanted to be able to do that for me, and it was nice being out there in Oregon. It's like it's really like green scenery and all that shit. <laughs> <laughs> but um, it was nice being able to see Brent and you know get to see how he's living out there. And honestly, I wouldn't mind being out there somewhere in like a Seattle or a Oregon or even like I said Utah I think those are three most prettiest states when it comes to like being out there in like the west coast and stuff like that everybody says California or something like that but no I'd rather be out there like where there's a lot of forest there's a lot of lighthouses and I'm kind of like an urban like urban outdoorsy soul myself so I mean I guess that kind of fits with my character but I don't know. I just I just appreciate everything that's out there, and the drive back was the same as the drive to. It was absolutely beautiful, and I can't wait to do that shit again next year. So, hopefully, I don't know, Brian, you want to come with me? I'll try to slide. I mean, I would love to visit Oregon. I like kind of like you said. I think Oregon, Seattle. I wouldn't want to live in Utah, to be honest with you. But California, like I do eventually plan on moving again I, it's, it's just really like where and when and it also you gotta see like how stuff plays out especially with this year and actually what I was gonna mention uh, in my 2019 that I just remembered is when I went to the California tournament that was in Fresno, California my phone was not on at that time like I was out here <laughs> thugging and solo <laughs> <laughs> by myself in Fresno California like I told so it's funny because I got to the Fresno airport and if anyone from California who lives in Fresno friends Fresno knows that airport is small and like from the place I was they booked me a hotel that was like the nuance of the trip like all I had to do was book my flight but they booked me the hotel so they were like hey yo this flight uh, <laughs> the hotel is like 10 minutes away from the uh, airport so I was telling the taxi, because obviously I had no Wi-Fi, so I had no way to order an Uber. I was like, yo, I was just going to walk for the most part. This nigga, I swear to God, turn around, look back at me. You, no walk. You, you, no, 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 no. Don't do that. Don't do that. It's dangerous out here, especially at night. And then I was just like, wow. And granted, like, last year, I mean, I was like 25. I think, actually, at the time, I think I was 24, because obviously that was like in February. So... Shout out to my parents because they knew I booked the opportunity. They knew I had the opportunity, but they were still like, uh, you going to go out there with no phone, no form of communication. You don't know nobody. All right. right. Good luck. And God, by the grace of God, like shout out to uh, Sammy Fish. Like he held it down for being from California. He took me under his wing and made sure I was comfortable there because I know none from none, bro. Like we actually so me and him commentated Dragon Ball Fighters that tournament and this is the last thing I gotta say about 2019 then we finished the tournament and he was like well you hungry I'm hungry it's late it's like 11 o'clock west coast time 
And he's like, let's go to this taco spot. When I tell you, bro, this was like a taco spot in the like <clears throat> middle of the parking lot, graffiti all over it. They had the chain gates, like you see it Friday. <laughs> and I was like, bro, if somebody come up to us, robbers. They got it, bro. They, they just go. I'm, 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 I'm gonna yeah, give it up. I'm, I'm gonna give it up. And he we drove really too. Understand. That was the worst part. I was like, I'm gonna <laughs> give it up, bro. Like we are screwed. Um, but yeah, that was pretty much my 2019. <laughs> Brother man, where do we start with this year? <laughs> How do you even go into a year like this? It's almost like something of the matter of trying to describe indescribable pain. <laughs> like, it's like one of those things where like it's something that, you know, we don't want to talk about, but it's something that happened. Uh, okay, so not to get deep, but to go there for a second. Are you a firm believer in so there's some people who believe that everything happens for a reason, and this is the correct timeline on some Dragon Ball shit. This is the correct timeline that's supposed to happen because obviously it happened for a reason. Or, and there's some people that feel like this is so way left out of left field, like this can't be the right time. <laughs> this is some different shit. Me personally, I feel like it has to be a different timeline, bro. I, I love God. I believe in God. I'm not one of those people that don't believe in God. I'm more of a spiritual person now than a religious person because that's neither here nor there because we can go deep with that too. But love God. Believe in him. Thank you to the man above for giving me everything he, I've had. But bro, it has to be an alternate timeline. Like literally last night, we watched Mike Tyson versus Roy Jones Jr. with Snoop Dogg commentating it. It was like Battle of Old Heads, wasn't it? <laughs> but not even. But think about it. That's a twenty twenty. That's something that happened in twenty twenty. Not like nineteen ninety three. Right. Not nineteen ninety four. Like two thousand. Like that happened in twenty twenty. And then, actually, so to answer that question. I do want your answer to believe you believe this is the right timeline or this is some other shit. I think shit went left. Excuse my French too. Love you, mom. But <laughs> stuff went left when Kobe died. I, I really truthfully believe that. Like when Kobe died, like the universe just kind of went to shambles. Because it's Kobe, yeah. bro. Like who who would think Kobe would die? I I didn't. I definitely didn't think Kobe would die. I think Michael Jordan would die before him. He had a chance to die. I mean, I don't knock on wood. Yeah, you know, that's a go too. But I mean, fuck. When you think about 2020 and how it started off, I just one thing I kept telling myself throughout this entire year was, and mind you, I've been dealing with personal stuff myself, is that um, there's divine timing for every single thing. You know, the situations that you get put in are there for a reason, and you know, you either have two choices. You either just try to find those reasons or you just let those reasons get the best of you. And for me, it almost felt like I was trying to let these situations and how they were kind of get the best of me. You know, I really was like, oh, I kind of felt like I was like in a woe is me type of position. You know, like, mm-hmm. why is this stuff happening to me or like what's going on to where I need to change something? And you know, it's one of those things that's kind of really difficult to have to look into for yourself. There's and, definitely um, a lot of, like, situations where indirect things would affect you. Like, right. Kobe dying, if you're a sports fan, that's going to affect you. Right. Like, like, there was two, especially, like, for those who do not know, surprise, surprise, me and Tyler are both black men. 
Like, there was a lot of stuff just as a black man alone, and we ain't got to get into it right now, that, that indirectly directly affected us. And, like, uh, how you move and how you think and how you mentally act. Like, there was so much of that this year that it's insane. Like, you know, I never had to caution myself as a black man so much than I had to this year alone. Because for us... And I speak for all the brothers out there. For us, it seems that we're magnified. We're under a microscope more than anybody else is. And with this year, how it rolled and how it happened, it just seems that like it's almost like sometimes it's hard for us to catch a break sometimes from crazy situations like that. I mean, rest in peace to everybody that was killed, that was killed in a senseless act of police officers. Or just um, killed, period. Or just killed, period. Like, what is the point of the law system if we're not going to abide by it? If it's going to be wild, wild west, make it wild, wild west. But right. if you want us to follow rules and regulations, follow the rules and regulations. Like, you can't protect someone if you're scared of them. I just, I solely believe that. That's, that's exactly. why I'm not in a position to where I'm a police officer. I can't protect you if I'm fearful of you. Like, right. if I'm worried that you're going to do the next thing. You know, I think the best way to describe it, and I don't mean no disrespect, because I would never disrespect no, like, uh, a black man or black woman. I think they, and I, I'm just talking about, you know, y- y'all know exactly what I'm talking about. So don't think that like, I'm trying to offend no one else or anything like that. I just think that they look at us like uh, caged lions and caged animals. Like, it's like you want the entertainment, you want the value, you want. The them to coexist in society, and then when a lion does some lion shit, you're like shunning them and shameful. And see, this is exactly why you're caged up in this. Like, bro, like you just gotta let people be. Like, we all need people. That's the sad reality of the truth. Is like me doing this podcast. I need Tyler, and if I need Tyler to do the podcast, I need people to listen. I need y'all. I need every single person to support this if I want to make this a reality. Like. We, we need each other. Like, <laughs> even the racists and the bigots. Like, you know, if I, you're planning on going to a McDonald's or a Taco Bell or whatever, you're going to need people. There's there's too many people. There's seven point something billion people in this world. There's way too many people you need in order to have your opinions and have the things you believe in and have your amendments and things of that nature. Like, if there's no people around, it, it would be what y'all are scared of it being that. And right. most people just want it to be equal in a, that regard. So it's it, it's crazy, man. Like another sad thing about Kobe dying too is to go back to that topic is like he died four years after retirement. Like he literally didn't even touch the surface of retirement and right. impact the game. And like Kobe was one of the competitors who had that killer drive, that like Michael Jordan mentality, that Mamba mentality, if you will, that he. He wanted to be the best, so he didn't want to work out with nobody. He didn't want to train with nobody. He, but now his, he's older and he's out the game. He wants to give his knowledge because that's. I really feel like that's that's literally how humans are designed. Like we're designed to teach and nurture and like produce. Like that's how we're made. And he didn't get the chance, bro. And I, I guess I'm a Celtics fan, so I, like I hate the Lakers. But LeBron winning the chip, it just made sense. And he can't even celebrate that with Kobe. And that's that's the saddest part about it. Like. If Kobe would have died next year, it would suck. But for him to see LeBron do what he did in LA, like that, probably that would probably been a moment that LeBron can never forget. And he was just unfortunate enough not to have it. Right. So 
What do you think about this pandemic and COVID-19? At first, did you believe it was real? I mean... Like, this is like March I'm talking about, like, when it was like the rumors and, you know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, with the rumors, I just took it as is, you know? I mean, until I actually see, like, statistics, then, like, I just... It's just another rumor to me, but, like, when I've... Because I think it was around... I think it was around February where I was up in Minnesota for a weekend around Valentine's Day and like I just I just had this bad like like headache and then I just had like a sore throat like I couldn't even enjoy the weekend of Valentine's Day really because I just felt so achy and my body felt weird and you know everything was everything just felt blah to me so and that lasted for like two weeks after too so I'm like what the fuck is going on you know and then that's when this whole corona shit uh, kind of came into fruition and I started thinking to myself like damn did like I actually have it or something like that you know like how it's like it's one of those things where like when something like that occurs you start questioning like damn do I already have it am I going to get it like what what does this mean for everybody else like at first we didn't know really what it was as far as like the symptoms and like how to go about it and the procedures and stuff like that but now that you know has the year progressed it seemed like everybody was taking it more seriously as we go we didn't take it seriously the first time because we had the whole country on lockdown (laughs) so obviously it wasn't as serious as we thought the first time well we did that as a precaution but now that it's been here and it's getting worse motherfuckers are like well let's deal with it and I was like I don't really feel like that's the way like me personally it's not the norm like if we were to just I don't know like like me personally so I, I vividly remember it was like early March right and like there was the rumors that it's over there and it's coming towards the US and this that and another and like it's super like it's contagious through sneezing coughing and all that stuff and cover your mouth and wash your hands it's super like serious. I knew it was super serious, and I was like, "Oh, if this gets over here, it's gonna be a wrap." Right. But the way that my boss is—not saying that he wouldn't take the thing serious or listen to corporate—I didn't think we was gonna shut down as a restaurant because I'm thinking, like, if he could be open, he gonna try to be open. Like, he—he's the type that like, oh, we're gonna make money, we gonna work hard. He's like blue collar in that sense. He's not a bad dude or nothing like that. But like, I'm like, there's no way he gonna shut down. Bro, I remember the day vividly. It was March 17th. The niggas called me. They're like, hey, bro, we gone. We down. We locked up. He's like, we trying to figure out who's trying to work what. I'm like, wow. Okay, this is serious if we're locking down. And the worst part about us locking down and getting serious was the fact that, like, they would call me. And they're like, well, what hours can you work? And I was like, well, I'll work, like, 11 to 4 because it's like we're in a pandemic. And this is contagious. And for those of you that know, my mother had cancer at one point in time. You know, my, my grandma and grandpa aren't the healthiest individuals in the world. They're healthy. They're, they have their health 100%. But obviously, if they cancer, it's fatal. And they're up in age. So it would be fatal for them. It would be fatal for those three. And those three would... I don't think I could ever be happy again if those three are gone. I'm going to be real with you. Right. But... So I was taking it serious. So I was like, well, I'll work 11 to 4. I'll work like some quick hours, but I'm not staying all day. And they wanted me to work 11 to 8. So then I took it serious and then my work wasn't able to do that. So I ended up getting laid off and then I had to 
collect unemployment. And that took like six, seven weeks to get because they needed more information. They needed like my driver's license and my uh, social security number. But they didn't tell me that till like five or six weeks in. So then, <laughs> then I finally got my uh, unemployment and I got that money and I was able to buy a PC and I was able to stream and like work harder as a YouTuber and streamer, which I'm thankful for that opportunity. So that was like the best thing that came from COVID. But in all honesty, it's, it's November and only two of my family members have had COVID. Not, not immediate family, but like close family. So I'm I'm lucky and blessed that only two of my family members have ever had it. Uh, thankfully, it hasn't got to my house yet because I'm be honest with you, I'm be scared. But like one of my, I'm going to move out for a week. Yeah, like <laughs> one of my good best friends got it, and I'm talking like this nigga is a superb athlete. Like he like six four, six five, two ninety can move. This nigga got it. He's like, bro, that shit ain't no joke. <laughs> he said, nigga. <laughs> he hit me with the nigga. It's like, length and the lean. And he's like, bro, fuck that shit. He's like, I'll beat up anybody that can talk bad about that shit is real. He's like, nigga, I can't breathe now. He's like, if I turn to my side, I can't physically breathe. I was like, when he told me that, like, this is one of the niggas I respect. This is one of the niggas that beat up niggas for a living. Like, he, he that dude. Like, he cold piece. 10 out of 10 like top 10 people I respect in this world when he told me that I was like oh yeah I, my mom right. cannot, I was like my mom cannot get this cause it's over like I, I don't want to speak that in existence I'm gonna knock on wood of course right. but nigga that shit sound real but also I was with everything cause like I don't you know me I go out like maybe four times a year like I was with every sort of like we got locked down, cool. We ain't got put to work, cool. <laughs> curfew, cool. I'm with all that. The only time it's ever affected me was this Thursday, Thanksgiving. Like, I, nigga, to not have, to not be with friends and family, to not get that plate, to get those pies, to to not watch football together and talk about this and the third and. To not have leftovers Bro that shit hit me bro Cause I was at the crib And I was just chilling in bed And like I'm sitting there tight Like I'm ready to swing on me. Like I was ready to make a Like an Instagram rant Like a Snapchat rant I was Like cause it just hit Bro it hit me <laughs> It really hit me Till it hit me And then when it hit me I was just like Bro I'm ready to swing on me. Like I was upset Hard times on Thanksgiving Bro that was the only time That it's ever hit me And I'm like Oh this shit real Like fuck <laughs> Fuck COVID. That's the first time I was like, yo, fuck COVID. Hold on, so you seriously wasn't eating? I didn't eat. I didn't eat till like nine. Oh, damn, man. You could have came over here. You could have came over to mom's house. Bro, I ain't oh, know, bro. Man. I'm like, bro. All I you had to do was text me. I'm going to call her a text away. Man, I was sad, so bro. You could have called Caleb. Shout out to my, our boy Caleb. Too. Yeah, shout out to Caleb one time. Man, was feeding. <laughs> bro, this man like, had a whole million man march. <laughs> bro, like, I dead ass, like... And then what was so petty too Is like motherfuckers Was definitely texting me Yo happy Thanksgiving bro I'm not celebrating <laughs> I'm just I was in the crib Hoodie up <laughs> Just watching anime <laughs> Just sad as hell But how was your Thanksgiving Or like when did When did COVID hit you Like oh yeah This shit real Um When did COVID hit me it probably hit me when, because I'm a shopper, and I like to shop a lot. That's how I cope with a lot of things. But you're an online shopper, though. Nowadays, I'm older, yeah, because I, mm. I, I don't like people that much. I, so, I mean, <laughs> I mean 
Uh, but yeah, when it hit me is that like I couldn't really go anywhere. Like and like I'm I'm a person that likes to be out. Like I like to socialize with people and stuff like that. And you know, for me to not be able to do that and for me to stay stationary in one place, pretty much solitary confinement in this apartment and this this place is not that big. <laughs> I mean, nice it's big. Though. It's spacious, but it's spacious, but I mean, it's just it was just me and one person, and we couldn't do anything. So it was just like the best way to describe your apartment is it's spacious, but you could literally see everything from this room. Like, yeah, <laughs> there's nothing like where it's hidden. There is around the corner. Like, you know where the like I got laundry room, kitchen right here, bathroom back there, bedroom back there, living room right there, like. <laughs> I mean, it's a nice little spot. Oh, it's Johnston, by the way. That's all you guys are getting. Uh, <laughs> you already gave them the location. Right? <laughs> all they got to do is pinpoint. <laughs> right? But, um, yeah, man, just being able, just being confined, that was the one thing that really drove me to almost kind of insanity a little bit because I do not deal well being in one place. If you know me, you know, Tyler doesn't like to stay in one place. So, I think I'm just so used. It's it's weird. Nowadays, I gotta get more like be heard. Like I'm so used to being by myself that it didn't bother me. But then I was noticing, like, like I love being alone. I just hate feeling alone. So where like you can't have that reach of that conversation with someone, even on Facetime or whatever. So like when I get lonely, like that shit hit deep. And I think like one thing COVID did do. Because, like, there was a point in time where I didn't work. So, like, from March to May, I didn't work at all. Um, COVID hit a nigga because, like, my hours, like, bro, I swear to God, I used to be able to stay up till, like, 5 or 6 or 7 o'clock at night and just be up because of COVID. Like, that shit fucked up. My sleep schedule is so crazy. And I don't think I'm ever going to get it back. Unless I um, get a morning job. Have you ever stayed... Do you have COVID pay? Like, as far as, like, your work and everything goes? Not through work, but through unemployment, I do. Uh, see, for us... Y'all get paid even though if, like, y'all don't work because of COVID or something? No, we, we've been there. We we essential, baby. You know, we, we had to stay. We had to wow. fight through all that, you know, come to work even though other people ain't. It it made me it made me a little bit depressed. I'm not gonna lie, <laughs> but I mean, you just got this one of those situations where you know everybody's doing the best that they can to handle this situation. Um, shout out to like Mama Dears and Pop because they were essential. So like Pop had to, he's a truck driver, so he has to absolutely carry freights and stuff and sorts of things that people need and necessities. So shout out to him for one time for doing that. And then Mom working at the hospital, she she's a tough individual. I I pray for anyone that's in the hospital because right. I guess I excuse me if I'm wrong, but this could be just their hospital. But cold blues. And cold reds are essentially like someone maybe be dying because of COVID. So she says she hears that like every day, at least a few times. Jesus. But she's working in the kitchen too. That's the saddest part. Right. So like motherfuckers are eating. Like they're not even working there unless it's just they have one big like fucking, you know, um, what's the word? Like walkie talkie or something that they use for all that. Um, is actually. One thing I will do before I forget to to do is I got to shout out to the old man one time. Pops is turning 50 tomorrow. But it's, it's kind of surreal that he's turning 50. Like, I feel yeah, like... I kind of swore that man was over. 
Nah, he's six years younger than my mom, so he's he's turning uh, fifty this year. He look older, so that. He can fight, bro. He can still fight. He's looking to throw the one listen, to shoot. Listen, like. listen. Me and your pops have. Well, you gotta understand this between me and your pops. <laughs> you got this with him. He just with the shits. I don't know why. This, what happened? This is a decade in the making. He ain't got no issue with Tyler. <laughs> Tyler's just like, yo, I see him as sight and tied. And that like, okay, I'm just gonna knock <laughs> nigga out. I don't know why you got this issue. <laughs> If I can barely take him, what makes you think you finish this take him? I did push him off me one day. Like, I did, like, because I was like, I ain't got nothing for Oh, he ain't, about to, he ain't about to do all that with me. Let's, no, yeah, right. yeah, I, I, I told him the other day, I was like, he I ain't. He the same height as your mom. Come on now. No. He's taller. Just about. No, I know he ain't taller than neither of us. Well, he's two inches taller than my mom. Like, there's a clear difference in height. Either way, he's getting handled. So. Bro, that's the first one I'm talking about. <laughs> but what I, I was trying to say. I just want to fight one generation of her. That's all I'm Why? Trying. For and what? Not you. Because I like you, kind of. But your pops. <laughs> Bro, I ain't do nothing to nobody. I hope you don't hear this because this ain't going to be. No, But, like, so yesterday, I don't know. It was like, I think it was Friday. And I told him, I was like, oh, yeah, I ain't, I ain't get you nothing but these hands. So I, like, grabbed them, like, put them in an airlock. And then, like, we, like, flipped. <laughs> Because he was on one of the, like, couches, almost like how you have, like, on the edge. And then he, like, flipped, and he kind of, like, was laying on top of me in a way. And I just bitch-pressed this nigga off me. And I, like, I was surprised. I was like, damn, nigga, I'm kind of strong. <laughs> I bitch-pressed because, like, I'm, right now, I'm, 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 I'm a little thick. I'm heavy set. I'm about 195 right now. I'm, I, feel, I feel it, too. Dude, I wish I was 195. I feel it, bro. I feel thick. This is the thickest I've been since, like, high school football. And I pushed the nigga off. I was like, damn, I'm kind of strong now. This thing grabbed me by my ankle and like almost like that scary movie two scene where he's like come back I'm like that <laughs> started laying on my arm just punching me I was like alright all right. he still got it he still got it but when he turned fifty he turned fifty in about an hour and a half I'm about to doff his shit like you know I'm about to wake him up with these hands bro I swear to God um you gonna be laying out on the street <laughs> yeah nah. Not bro, you gonna wouldn't, wouldn't let that happen. You ain't got needle. no. You, no, this is gonna happen to you. You ain't about to have no place to go. You might as well just stay here, bro. Bro, what, why are you talk? First of all, you talking like your pops ain't put hands on you. Your pops used to, bro. Pops used to lay on the couch and still done. Hands <laughs> on the couch, bro. That's that so true. That's just anyways. I miss pops, man. Yeah, man. God rest God his soul. God bless the dead. But um, is there any topics that you want to talk about? Because I see you made yourself a little notebook. Oh yeah, this. um, this is this is the segment of the podcast now. Oh, you get a segment now. That's this. Yes, I feel like I'm entitled to a segment. You're entitled. No, I'm just what, I was gonna say, what the fuck did we discuss? That? <laughs> I'm just kidding. We're about to negotiate um, the contract. Yeah, I know, kind of. But um, let's see. We talked about Thanksgiving. We already talked about the disclaimer. Where we been? Well, that, we already talked about. I told you that before. You, you didn't have to write on that on your note. I told you that, brother. Uh, you want to talk about Christmas? Let's get to Christmas. You know, it's funny that we. It's a jolly good time. We mentioned Christmas because that's the last episode we mentioned off. I think was. Are you serious, that, bro? The last episode was the holiday season. Damn, it's been a, it's been a while. That it's is been a while. That is unbelievable that we are. But what if you want to talk about Christmas? What do you exactly want to talk about Christmas? Uh, I basically want to talk about like I don't know as far as 
as far as like the aspect of Christmas goes, you know, sometimes, you know, a lot of the times when we get older, we start to actually like, we don't Care necessarily, gifts than getting. yeah, we don't necessarily see Christmas has the same type of vibe as we were growing up. And, you know, some people still have that kind of Christmas spirit. Me, on the other hand, I'm kind of doing this kind of dwindling. As I get older, you know, I mean, granted, you know, I still watch a little Christmas movie, you know, Christmas with the cranks or whatever. You know, I don't watch, story. I'll be honest with you, I'll listen to Christmas music, I'll eat Christmas cookies, but you can You miss, listen to Christmas, that's where I draw the line, I you, eat Christmas you, nah, you can miss me with all I'm the Christmas try, movies. I'm, I'm, not I'm not trying not, to hear Mariah Carey's All I Want for Christmas. I'm not, I'm not trying to watch no movies, I'm not trying to see no lights. I do like the Christmas tree. I fucks with the Christmas tree. I'm the type of nigga to leave Christmas tree up till January. So I feel like taking it down. But my mom be on some bullshit. But that's neither here nor there. But I, the only problem with me is I'm a petty gift giver. Right. Like, and also I'm petty receiving gifts. And instead, and I'm not like a dickhead or anything like that. Like, I'll, I'll obviously take a gift. But I hate when it's like, like people will come to you and be like, what do you want? Then you tell them exactly what you want, and then they get some shit that's not even that's on your not even close. Like, it's like, bro, I don't need this. The bill of what I wanted. Like, I, my grandma, I love her. I love her. I love her to death. I love grandma. She she got me some pajamas, and I was like, <laughs> I, I don't wear these, bro. I wear these like once, twice throughout the whole year. You could have gave me money for these. Whatever this cost you, you could have just gave me the money. And then like, like I hate when like. Literally, prime example was my dad. Like I said, his birthday's tomorrow. What what use does anyone have for especially our age? I'm what trying to figure it out, bro. I'm trying to figure out <laughs> bro, I wear sweats, I wear shorts, I might just wear drawers, I might not wear nothing. I, <laughs> there's literally five different options or four different options right there before I even wear some pajamas. But like, literally I'm talking to my dad. And I'm like, so what do you want for your birthday? Because I like getting, you know, birthday gifts if I can. And this nigga going to say, man, you know, you, I could always use a shirt, button-up shirt. Nigga, you ain't wearing a button-up shirt in, like, months, bro. What are you talking about? <laughs> like, why, why get you something that I know you're not going to wear like that? I'd rather get you something I know you're going to use and value. That's how I've always looked at Or I want to get you something that you told me in detail, like, Oh, my favorite color is red, or my favorite color is blue. So here's something red, or here's something blue. Like, I want to get you something you're going to value. Like, that's how I've always looked at gifts, and that's always looked at gifts getting to me. If you don't want nothing like that, I'll just give you cash money, then you get whatever you want, because that should be irritating. <laughs> but, yeah, because actually, I still need to go. I might do that when I get home, too. I might beat up my dad for his birthday and then put up the Christmas tree, because I still haven't done that yet. But our Christmas tree is something. No, you're right not now. just about to beat up your pops and then put up a Christmas tree. That's not the way that is going to happen. Why not? <laughs> You really want to get into why not? Yeah, bro. I'm, that's exactly all, what I'm about to do. First of all, you're about to get smacked with the Christmas tree. If <laughs> <laughs> we're being totally honest, if that nigga smacked you, he looked like the type that would grab anything. Look, if, if that, he get in his look, ass beat, look, he look, grabbing look, anything. Look, 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 look. <laughs> that nigga smacked me with a Christmas tree, bro. That nigga ain't making it 51. I'm promise you. I love my dad. That's my pops. My right hand man. This man smacked me. <laughs> The Christmas tree, like Yaga, like if he smacked me, like Nate Robinson got smacked. It's the only, it's it's the type of, it's the type of situation that only a black sitcom can come up with. It really is, or like Tyler Perry, like bro. You can't explain to somebody outside of, outside of our race getting smacked with a Christmas tree. I've heard of lead pipes. 
I've heard of switches. I've heard of switches. I've bells. heard of grabbing. I've heard of bells. I heard of extension cords. Frying but if pans. you get smacked with a damn, probably tree. that pan right there, that pizza looking pan right, right. there. <laughs> like yeah. Nick, bro, I swear to God, if I get hit with a Christmas tree, he ain't gonna make it to fifty one. I promise you. I, I promise you, he's not. But um, damn, what do we talk about Christmas? Christmas cookie slap. Except the frosted ones. The frosted ones be not the actual frosted ones, but the the like they're like baked more, I guess. Probably something more you get in a bakery. You know what I'm talking about? I hate but Christmas I guess like, cookies. Really? Yeah. All of them. I like Halloween cookies. Nigga, what's the difference? The different frosting. I like orange frosting. Nigga, you can't taste <laughs> that orange though. Like I don't like, know. Sometimes you can. Sometimes you can. That'd be nasty. Orange frosting? Yeah, it tastes like Sunkiss or something. Actually, no. As they said, it tastes like Sunkiss. All I know would be citrusy. That's all I know. That's all I care about is that type of flavor right there. But um, as far as, I don't know, Christmas to me, my mom's never, my parents have never been really Christmas people, I guess. Not necessarily that they don't believe in it. It's just that. I feel like you would always get what you want, though. I feel like they did their best. I damn sure did get what I want. <laughs> and, um, yeah, with that, I never really valued, because I got everything that I wanted, like, on Christmas Day, as far as, like, presents go. I guess I never really valued, like, everybody says the quote-unquote true meaning of Christmas, I guess. Because, for me, for us, growing up, it was just about getting getting that gift. It was about presents. Mm-hmm. You wake up, you you wait. As soon as you wake up, you don't even wait for you don't even wait for mom and dad to come out. You just you just already have this tree. At least that's how it was for me. And if you're anything like how I was, you open the presents, tape them back up, put them back under the Christmas tree. Oh, you was built different. Wow, that. I would get my ass beat if I did some shit like that. Because especially I wasn't good at rapping too. And they got to be wrapped the exact same way too. Or you gotta put them deep under the tree type shit. Right. Like, you gotta flip them over to make sure that the, <laughs> the part that you ripped. You know, shown. if there was something I had to be a Grinch about, I was always jealous of the motherfuckers that opened their Christmas presents Christmas Eve. Because even though. There's one year I opened my shit Christmas Eve. I think I opened. Not play with that shit all day Christmas Day. I think I opened up one gift early on Christmas Eve. And that was like one year, one time. I don't remember what year exactly. I don't remember the gift. But. I mean, we usually, what we did was we would open our gifts at midnight of Christmas. So it kind of scratched that itch as far as like, I didn't have to wait till like, you know, the next morning. Cause usually my mom works at night. So she works at two. So she would usually. Hold on. So you had to wait until like throughout Christmas day and then open presents at midnight? No, like Christmas, like. I wish the fuck Christmas I would. Eve. <laughs> oh, okay. Right. Yeah, that would be stupid. I would. That'd be the dumbest like, shit. I ain't never. <laughs> well, nigga, it's Christmas now. What are we waiting for? <laughs> Christmas the end kind of shit. But nah. Uh, luckily, I was the only child. I was uh, blessed with many gifts and many things. Pretty much anything that I. The, it was always like a main goal. Like if I had a main thing that I want, I usually got that main thing. So that was the coolest part about Christmas. Um, Mom would have some leeway 
remember back in the day when games used to have like the little instruction manuals to like give me some shit like that. Now I think about it, that's terrible because the instruction manuals are either super vague or they only give character descriptions. They didn't really tell you shit about the game. Right. But yeah, I uh, I don't know. This Christmas, I, I like this Christmas. I really don't want none. Like she she asked me for. Uh, if I wanted some shoes, I told her I wanted the Niger Houston twos, so I ended up getting a pair of those. But I still haven't tried them on, and they they got shipped here already. But that's the only thing I'm scared of. I was like, damn, one of them shits don't fit. I'm be tight. But other than that, that's really the only thing I'm expecting. It's really the only thing I want. I haven't contacted my grandma because she usually goes out all out for the grandchildren. But I I might not even talk to her because I'm like I really just give me cash. Just give me cash and a hug, some cookies, right. and straight. Because yeah. I, I got bills, my nigga. Like right. that's, I like. I, I remember I, I was talking to my mom about it last year. She Financial was, stability is the gift. Mm-hmm. Honestly, if we're being completely, totally honest, I was talking to my mom last year, and I was like, "Yeah, just give me money." She's like, "No, you can't say that. How can you say that?" It's like we're the person that's giving you the gift. We want to give you something. I was like, "Yeah, but if you want to give me something worth value, give me some money so I can pay these bills, right. <laughs> nigga. I got debt. I'm trying to get out your house." And of course, it didn't work because it's a black mom. Once her mind made up, it's over. But uh, I'm gonna try again this year, so we gonna see what happens. Hmm. <laughs> Here's something I want to talk about because I feel like we always. Well, I was listening to past episodes, and I feel like we always love to have someone slide in our DMs. How's the love life going? How's <laughs> how's, how's Tyler going as a single individual? Newly single individual that is yeah, well but, true. Um, I, well, I didn't want to you know try to slander nobody because that is a friend of ours. So like you know what I mean. Like, but um, try to keep it political before we get killed. Right, right, right. Uh, there is no love life right now at this moment in time. I'm just you know my love life right now is my mental stability. That's okay. all I'm caring about. That's all I'm living for right now. That's all that. My prime focus should be on at this moment because I mean, there's a lot of things this year that just definitely turned left for me, and I'm pretty much just trying to figure out okay, you know, all this stuff happens. What what am I going to do next to make sure that you know this situation doesn't occur, you know, so on and so on. So for me, that always started with my mind. That always started with my able to process what I'm doing and how I do it. And, you know, that's the number one thing that I, I personally feel like that everybody should kind of just kind of reevaluate, you know, how they are as a person, what their different opinions are about, you know, this so-called thing that we're trying to get through life. And, you know, the best way that we could do that has individuals, has people, has humans, is that, you know, we got to go back, we got to revert back to, you know, what we were. And as soon as we evaluate that, then you take the good and bad from that, and then you be able to make it into whatever your heart desires for your future. Just make sure that it's pointing you in the right direction, and you leave no stone unturned as far as making yourself happy and being a better person for you. That's all I care about. That's literally what I pray for every single night now 
is just trying to be a better person, man. Because, fuck, I had so much shit that's been taken away from me. Just all my negativity alone and, like, how I talk to people and how I look at certain things. So it's one of those things where, like, now as I get older, it's very imperative for me to actually step up and, you know, make a better life for me. As your younger brother, for those of you who don't know, Tyler's 25 days older than me. I commend you for that. Uh, I respect that. Uh, I love to see it. I think a lot of people often hurt people because instead of healing and like growing as a person, they often jump into the next relationship. But are you practicing what you're preaching, though? Like, are you truthfully not in DMs, not talking to someone like that? And it's hard, bro. Like, as, as someone has been on the edge on the sideline for a long time, like. It's hard not to want to talk to someone and figure out how their day is going and how they move. Um, me, my love life is trash. I, <laughs> I personally, okay. I personally, I, I'm on the sidelines thinking. Like, I, I don't know. I, I call it corny, call it fake, call it whatever you want to call it. I still truly feel in that like gut like feeling or like that cliche movie like feeling. Like you ever see that like how like the main character in the movie you'll see a girl and he's like oh that's gotta be my girl that's gotta be my baby like i don't see no one as my baby like you know what i mean I you mean see- you try to visualize it before it yeah like i don't i don't see no one in that light and not to mention not to say that i haven't seen amazing beautiful girls that i could see me dating or seeing and having the potential with there's plenty of potentials out there but i don't get that feeling like if anything, it feels like I'm forcing it to see what happens. And, like, that could be me. It could be me. Like, you know, it takes two to tango. I'm not saying I'm perfect. I'm not saying anything like that. I also, I do think I would be a good boyfriend. You know, I don't know how to do the shit, so I, it, it's hard. Like, I think I'm more commendable for saying I don't know how to do the shit than to sit here and lie and say, like, I do. And, like, I'd be a piece of shit boyfriend. But <laughs> real rap, like, it's. I think my love life is just trash because... I'm like searching for something I can't find and I just don't know what to do about it. And I know you have to meet all your exes before you meet like your your baby mama or or your wife or your girlfriend of a long time and stuff like that. But I I'm just scared because it's like you'll see some relationships two years, three years, and what they have a kid, they're they're married, they're this, they're that, and then you see some relationships they nine, seven, eight, ten years deep. No marriage, right? But happily ever after. It's like I don't know what I, what category I fit in. I guess you won't know until you you go in there. But what I'm trying to do with the podcast, what I'm trying to do with YouTube, what I'm trying to do with Twitch, what I'm trying to do with myself and like working, like it's like you only have so much time in a day. So like I'm trying to find that girl that's perfect because to be honest with you, it's gonna sound selfish. It's gonna sound conceited. It's gonna sound like a dickhead. Right? All the females, Brian, you ain't shit for that. Whatever. Tell the truth. Tell the truth. Speaking of my mind, I need someone that kind of is my like my piece. Like, I need someone to be like my video game, where I can escape from the world. I ain't got to worry about nothing. Just worry about she's happy, I'm happy. She relieves my stress. I relieve her stress. We chilling. We good. Get some food. Something like I, I, I'm at a position where I'm primed to be either successful or a failure, and I, I physically cannot have someone that's gonna drag me down. Especially how I was telling you earlier in the podcast where 2018, I was in a hole. I 
I dug myself out the hole. I guess I'm like head above water. Maybe I'm, I'm at the shoulders right now. I, I would say I'm because I'm not happy. I'm not sad, but I'm at the shoulders right now. I could like see my shoulders, kind of do a shrug. You know what I'm saying? Get my shrug out the water, but I'm not where I need to be. So I, I need a boo thing that's going to be with the shits, her own boss. Also, another thing about the boo thing and a girlfriend or talking to someone, it's weird when they buy you gifts, bro. I'm still at that age, brother. I'm still like you gotta be shitting me, man. I'm still at the age where a girl wanna buy me something I'm like why? This is a Jesus. setup. This is a trap. I I it, I don't know. Cause I think my my mom just told me, she's like, don't let them girls buy you nothing, especially if you ain't gonna be with them like that. Like, cause then they're gonna try to hold that above your head. And I was like, that's real. And I truly I, I get that now. I honestly get that now that like me being single for the first time in like since like late eighteen. I honestly truly get that now. Like, she told me that, bro, and I just literally was sitting there like, damn, like, I don't want to be in that position again. Like, I I, I can't afford it. Like, I, it's crazy, too, because I know I'm going to sound like contradicting and like an asshole, but I do want to boo. Like, I, I would love to have a girlfriend, but because, like, there's, there's days where I wake up and I'm like, F it, let's do it. Let's get me a girlfriend, da 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 da. And then it's like, I'll see. Maybe you could answer this. I'll see like one thing, and it just turns me off from the girl in a way where I'm like, I'm fearful. Or <laughs> it's like the girls that want to talk to me have a situation right now, and I see the situation and I'm like, this is clearly a red flag. Like this is gonna fuck anything we build whatsoever, even if it's not even a relationship, even if it's just. So you get scared over one strike? It's not just one strike. It's like a major strike. It's a major strike. That's, a strike. that's a detriment to the relationship. Is it a detriment to you or to what might be? I think it would be detriment to what might be. Like I, it, and it's because it, it's not just me. So if the relationship is me and said girl, it's not just me that will evolve in that situation. Like yeah. I would tell you the situation, but then it would be a dead giveaway of who I'm talking about. Right. So I don't want to do that on the podcast because you know obviously can't say no names. Right. And a lot of motherfuckers will just be like, "Well, so who cares, nigga?" I do. Like I said, <laughs> I, I'm not in the. I'm still at the crib. I'm getting rid of my debt. I paid three thousand dollars in debt. Still have a thousand more to go. I still got to pay this and that. And, ah. This pointed a fake gun to my head because all the situations I got, but. Like I'm not in a position to where I can lose right now. I need I need a W. <laughs> I need a boo thing to understand that. I've lost way too much within the past. Way few years. too much. Way, bro. way I'm trying, too I'm much. trying to be like DJ Khaled covers, bro. He got a cover where he's just holding his forehead. He like suffer from success. I it's hard being consistent. It's hard being consistent with this good shit, man. It, it is, bro. especially when you have so much negative. And granted, my negativity is on my own merit. You know, I, you know, there. Like I've heard. This was coming from one of my favorite comedics uh, out there, J.B. Smoot. He said, you know, he handles his shit, you know, by himself. You know, he digs his own hole out of stuff. And he said, now, there have been times where I, during him digging himself out of the hole, he's thrown dirt over his shoulder and literally back into the same damn hole. Mm. And that's what resonated in me so much because I feel like that's been pretty much how I've been living the past couple years. Like, I'm, 
it feels like I've been trying to dig, dig, dig myself out of like certain situations. And then, you know, me creating the situations have literally been me putting that dirt back into the hole. So, I mean, so now is really come to the conclusion for me of like, do I want to continue down this road of continuing to throw dirt back into that hole or actually getting the fuck out. Mm-hmm. And it's weird, too, because it's like, at least with me, I, you, you don't need reassurance because it's obviously on you, and I'm learning that, too. But it's like, I've been doing that shit by myself so goddamn long that I kind of trick myself, almost to your theory of, like, you throw dirt back in your hole. Because it's like, it's nice to have that female press, uh, presence of, like, no, you're you're doing good. You're killing shit. Good job. Keep going, babe. Like proud of you. Da da da. Like that shit hit different. That shit is nice. Right, yeah. But you, I can't get nothing like that because it's not consistent. And then, like I said, there's always that asterisk of a situation that happens, and it's just like in the back of my mind, it's like I'm not gonna do it because you already showed me. Like I value friendships and situationships and all that stuff out of a hundred. Like there's been. And I'm not saying there's nothing wrong with a 99, 98, but the 99 and 98 that's been in my life has been so fucking bogus that it's like, like, I can't deal. I can't deal with it. Like, it's kind of like one of those things where I heard it, heard, hey, you know, I love God, but the devil got some bitches. <laughs> I, <laughs> I mean, that's, that's the, hey, that's the most accurate I've ever heard that story, that quotation told like that so I was like you know what I'm just go with that cause I mean if you if people don't count weak relationships what what would count as a relationship months would you count months I would say months you know anything after how many months is there a criteria or it's like an unwritten criteria I would say anything like after three months is kind of like serious Okay, uh, that's fair. Like these last two have been serious, obviously. Right, 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 right. Uh, well, shit, I ain't never been in one. Like I've never been in one whatsoever. I don't know what that feel like. What that hit for? So, I mean, you know, maybe twenty twenty one, maybe twenty twenty. I, I find it, but it's just like it's it's hard to find it because you got compromised. Like I know I'm about to get some shit up, but mm. but see, I think that's why I like. I mean, relationships and friendships are nothing, but I think that's why I like a lot of my relationships now, because it's like, prime example is like one of my homies, I ain't seen him in, in months, went out to eat the other day, chopped it up with him, and it was like back, like almost like the wheels never fell off, like, and me and you, I feel like me and you, well, we text now more, but like, we, there's parts where we didn't text and talk for a while, but then right. every time we text, talk, or kick it, it's just back to normal. Like, right. I value those more relationships now because it's almost like, oh, you're a human and you got shit going on. I got shit going on. Right. Shit don't happen. Like, there's, it's impossible to keep track of everybody. And which, which is crazy because it's like, usually when I do that, like, I, I wanted to be the person so bad. I wanted to be the person to check up on people. If you tell me something, I want to remember it, I want to make sure you're good. But then people, even the people you check up on, show me that they don't give a fuck about it. That shit blew my mind. I was like, fam, y'all don't care? They don't check up on you and I'll make sure you're good? Or like, I'll check up on them so much, it's like, my birthday coming up. They'll see me post about my birthday. They'll read the shit and just be like, yeah, nigga, 
don't, I don't, I don't, no fucks. <laughs> Fuck your birthday. <laughs> and, just, and it's really like that. Like, as, as funny really as it like may that. be, but it is actually pretty true. But then when you see them in person, it's all love. So it's just like, how? Like, it's almost like you're fake. Because it's like, you see me, see you write this, and then you don't care. But... At the same time, everybody's an individual, and like everybody can't. deals with their own situations, has this. So I mean, you can't fault them for that. You True. just gotta keep it moving, I guess. <laughs> I mean, I'm gonna help everybody I can, but mm-hmm. is there anything else you want to list, add, talk about? Let's see. So we got like one small topic we could talk about. Something we're missing. I don't know. All I know is that like I've been off the grid as far as like my social media goes. And stuff like that. Like, if you haven't noticed, I haven't been on Twitter lately. It's because the app is deleted. I'm trying to, I'm trying to minimize my um, my time on there as much as possible. And you know, there's things that go on in this world that sometimes I just don't care for seeing or just reading about. And you know, most of Twitter being that. I just decided maybe I'll just take a step back from it for a little while. And maybe I'll pop in, like, within a couple days. Like, I actually thought about re-downloading the app just to pop in. Actually, Just to see what my notifications are. There is some things I still want to talk about. Uh, Not, like, too crazy, but can we talk about the Tyson pay-per-view for a little bit? You didn't watch a lot of. <laughs> I movies. didn't. Act, I didn't get to watch it, and I actually messaged you last night about it because I was in. It was literally link. Like I was. I was about to stream it, and I was like, "You should slide." But then I forgot. Oh shit! I'm not at home. I'm in Ames, <laughs> and you know, I wasn't going to ask like who I was with, obviously. You know, if you would come over, so I mean, I didn't end up watching it, and it didn't end up streaming. So, bro, so what was some BS about the fight was I called MediaCom, and usually you know how we do, no names, no case. MediaCom getting added for this. I called them up. I'm like, yo, they had an automatic voice machine because obviously they was probably getting a bunch of calls about the Tyson pay per view. I'm guessing they're assuming everybody wants to watch it, everybody right. wants to see the fights. So it's an automatic voice machine and a call and talking to them and they're saying that, all right, da da da, do you want to enter your soul or yeah, last four and you'll get the pay per view? All right, cool, you got the pay per view. So I click on the channel, me and my dad see it, says like, oh, get more information about the pay per view now. My dad looking at me like, did you just buy this? I was like, <laughs> yeah, I just bought it. And then I was like, maybe because it's not time yet, because at the time it was like six or something, like I just got off work. And I'm like, okay, yeah, it's not time yet. I, I, like, I'm like, that's the only logical answer. <laughs> Seven o'clock comes around. It's not on my TV. I'm thinking, oh, it has to be on the main box, the cable box, and the main cable box is downstairs. So then I go downstairs, check, check that. That shit ain't on there. I'm like, uh, hmm, it's not on none of these. So I call him up, talk to the lady. We reset the box. I unplug the box. Leave the box. Like, Roddy Rich talk. As much as he said the box. Like, we do all that. Half hour goes by. They like, AFM. They even gave me the standard definition. I bought the HD definition, which was $49.99. They gave me the standard channel for free. Just to see if the shit worked. It didn't work. Then, 
And they had the nerve to tell me, we'll give you 50 bucks in credit. My nigga, I want the pay-per-view. What is 50 <laughs> bucks in credit going to do if I'm trying to buy the pay-per-view? You can buy the pay-per-view for the $50. And, and then, like, <laughs> they was like, oh, yeah, you got to hold that because your boxes are faulty. Nigga, how am I supposed to know that my cable boxes are faulty? Like, like, who checks that? I'm know. saying, bro. And, like, if it works, it, it streams YouTube, it streams Netflix, it streams Hulu, and I can go on everything I want to as far as the channel is concerned. How am I supposed to know the cable box is faulty? Because y'all, it's not like y'all could just pull up. It's not like I could just pull up to y'all like a fucking AT&T. Like, I have to actually go to... <laughs> I'm like, bro, I'm so tight. And then, so I had to watch it on my alleged links. And then I'm watching the uh, majority of the fights. I didn't really pay attention until uh, the Nate Robinson fight. And oof. I'm not going to slander. Uh, Twitter was going crazy. Like, Twitter. Tw- Twitter. <laughs> I didn't even need to be ruthless. on Twitter to know what was about to happen. Ruthless. <laughs> if, especially if you talk crap. And the worst part about Nate Robinson losing is not how he lost. Not, not getting <laughs> knocked out three times because that could happen to anybody. It's how he looked. He was tackling Jake Paul. Like, he was coming in with his hands down by his side, like, grabbing him every time. He wasn't really hitting him and going in the flow and moving in and out. And what a lot of people don't realize is, I don't remember the other YouTuber's name, but Jake Paul fought someone last year. And it was, like, a big-ass card for YouTubers, like, all YouTubers type shit. They, they made a lot of money. Jake Paul's been boxing for two years now, like professionally training for two years. Nate Robinson is a pure athlete, one of the greatest athletes in the world, can dunk over a seven foot dude. That's not going to help your hands, brother man. If you can't <laughs> throw it on hands, you're not going to do anything. <laughs> so he got slumped three times. It was tragic. Snoop Dogg killed commentary. That shit was hilarious. Um, Jake Paul really bullied him. I feel like, honestly, as far as any YouTuber goes, Jake Paul's putting the hands on him. I, if I could have bet, I would have betted on Jake Paul. <laughs> and everybody's like, "Oh no, Nate got it." I'm like, Nate's an athlete, but can he throw these hands? And it's like, even it's, it's, it's literally what Tyson says. Like, it's so funny that it was on a Tyson card. Mike Tyson said, "Everybody has a game plan until they get hit in the head." Or hit in the face Like They got hit in the face And had no game plan <laughs> So I wasn't surprised I feel like that's when The f- Fight or flight Senses really Need to start kicking in I-, I wasn't surprised at all When that happened I was just like Damn You hate to see it uh, He was pretty positive In his going out message He needs to take out Pro Boxer In his uh, description For <laughs> his bio And Twitter He needs to take that out Immediately <laughs> And not get on Twitter For like the rest of the year But I think he'll be able To bounce back I think if the fight was more exciting, if Roy Jones and Tyson's fight was more exciting, I think he would have been saved. But since there is those people that think it was a boring fight and the fact that it went to draw, what a lot of people don't realize when the fight went to draw is that the fight had no judges. There was people scoring the fight if, if, if it had judges, but there was no judges. So that's why the fight went to the draw because no one got knocked out or no one had a cut. It went the distance. I thought the fight looked amazing. I think Tyson still... I think Tyson and Roy both moved real, real well. Like, um, shit. The fact that they're both 50 years old plus moving that well. I think they had the best movement out of all fighters in the whole card. I think they moved better than anyone. And Tyson still has the power behind his punches. And even in the clinches, was like, oh, all Roy did was hug him. 
Well, he took some body shots. Like, I know it was probably a, a painful shit he had to right. take after the fight. <laughs> like, he was getting lit up. But then he caught Tyson with one good one, and then he, he looked okay, too. And then what's funny is after we watched the fights, me and a couple of homies in Discord ended up watching Roy's highlights. And, boy, I had no—I knew Roy was bad, but, like, to watch his highlight tape, I was like, oh, my bad. I ain't never slandered this man again. This nigga's <laughs> insane. Like, he was— Diddy bopping, dancing, hitting niggas with the winded up punch and oh my Popeye shit. Bro, bro, just knocking them out. Bro, he literally put his back in the corner, told dude to come here. Dude swung, missed. Four piece combo, sleep. Out. Wow. Roy is built different. Like, that dude is immaculate. He's amazing. That's why they call him the perfect fighter. Like, I believe it. Mike Tyson's a legend too. That shit was super cool to watch. Snoop Dogg on commentary, once again, was incredible. <laughs> I think they made a meme of like Mike Tyson's like I'm gonna do it again Roy was like huh do it again like, yeah no <laughs> but if they do do it again I, I hope I see it I mean Shannon the Briggs wants a piece of Mike Tyson I would love to see that I actually feel like they would really fight fight for real um Jake Paul I think if he has the right training and the right uh, person he's fighting against I would love to see him fight again uh, I enjoyed the card thoroughly. The last thing I want to talk about is what are you listening to music-wise? Like, what's what's on your playlist? What's what you've been bopping? What's your vibrations as far as music goes? Dude, I haven't listened to anything like as far as like nowadays rap-related. Not a damn thing. I've been into my alternative because you know, if you know me, you know that pretty much rock music has always been kind of a standpoint as far as like musically I go and like rap has been like in there too but it's always been like a second so you know anything that I listen to first is going to be like anything rock so like I really haven't listened to much rap lately I mean even what rock have you been listening to lately like um, I, I can list, listen to rock and like I can listen to everything that's not hip hop or R&B or pop but I can only listen to it for so long and, like, for me, growing up on both, like, my dad had both, like, rock and rap records and stuff like that. And for me, growing up, I think it's good that, like, you have that variety of listening to, like, either or, mm-hmm. you know, just to just pretty much to be in tune. But um, as far as what I'm listening to right now, I just downloaded the Rolling Stones. I think they're. They, they gotta be on like their 20th album because they've been around since the 60s Mick Jagger Keith Richards all of them still out there performing at 70 something years of age and it's incredible for me being a Stones fan and for my dad listening to them as long as he did and my mom listened to them that for me to see them progress throughout these decades through these generations is it's kind of lively, you know, it's, it's almost like seeing how Jay-Z has progressed through all these decades and generations and stuff like that. And, Jay-Z is a real legend. Yeah. And, like, I don't know, I, like I said, I downloaded their new album that just came out, like, last week, but I haven't really gave it a full listen, so um, stay tuned for that. And all, and, you know, my favorite band of all time is Led Zeppelin. Like, for anybody that tells you, like, I named my car Led after Led Zeppelin. Like <laughs> it says LED. But um like for them I wish they would have for me being a fan like the like 
for that. I wish they would have stayed together because they broke up around the 80s. So, you know, I feel like they were one of those type of bands that could have gone a lot longer. They could have been a Stones themselves. But, you know, with death in the band and stuff like that, it's kind of hard to do. They just decide, fuck it, we're not going to go anymore. But, um... I mean, if you're not, you're powerful, it's too, like, it kind of right. makes sense. Yeah. But, you know, as far as the Stones, what's in my playlist right now? Uh, Just make sure you do not accidentally click on that shit, because this will be copyrighted right. quick as fuck. I've been listening to, like, love the Beatles, too. Uh, for those of you who don't know, I'm Lana Del Rey is my favorite singer. You know, female singer. So I listen to a lot of her. And then I have some um, Paul McCartney in there, too, which is also a beautiful. So that's why I've been listening to the past couple of days. I might, before this year ends, I might migrate back into rap to see what's up, to see what's popping in there. I would definitely say if you were going to migrate your way back to rap, the, the I haven't really listened to a lot of albums recently. Uh, I listened to Joyner Lucas's new album. That's just like, it's not as good as his last album, ADHD, but ADHD, he had time and he put like a few years into that. And like, even with like, there was like gaps in his singles so that far as months go but it's still it's still a bop it's still, I still fuck with it there's a lot of good songs on it it's a nice playthrough I, I think I've been looking for more albums that way that are like nice long playthroughs where you could just ride and listen to music type shit right. or just study and do shit on the computer Benny the Butcher album Fire uh, it probably won't get enough recognition that it deserves but that shit's fire that shit's gas I really like that album a lot and St. John St. John had a tough record called Freedom is Priceless that mug go like I've been listening to that heavy like I, I, I picture myself in like animes anime fights like working out football like all that like that song is perfect for the hype for the playlist and really I just listen to everything on Spotify I feel like my Spotify playlists are solid but like there's not those ones that you just like remember back in the day when you look up stuff on YouTube and that's the thing that sucks is like I can't find those records but that's really what I've been listening to um I'm tired of talking I feel like you're probably tired of talking um, yeah this is past our bedtime we got work well I got work in the morning I don't know about you well I got work shit right <laughs> at the middle of the day um when can people see the next episodes either way what just what I want to do is I don't give a goddamn if if this is me solo letting you know the update of the podcast. Right. You solo, you just send me the audio and like I get COVID, and I can't talk or whatever. I'll upload that. Or if it's both of us together, it's a guest. Like I just want to make sure we're consistent. I want to at least upload something each week. So what do you do each week? What uh, what's your schedule looking like? Because I'm off Wednesday. I mean, I don't know if you want to do it that quick of a turnaround, but I'm with it. You want to do it Friday? As soon as I, oh, as soon as I get off my alcohol and okay, uh, you know, I'm off, I'm off Friday. I'm off Friday. I can do it more consistently. No, nah, I don't know. Dates. I'm a, I'm gonna see the vibrations and try to see how these episodes do because maybe we could record on Friday and then maybe upload a Sunday. Maybe be a Sunday thing. Only problem. Well, I guess if we upload a Friday, yeah, I could upload a Sunday. So we can figure it out. But uh, anything you want to say in the closing statement that the podcast is back? Yo. 
Make sure you keep your mind right through these stressful times. We are getting through this year the best way that we possibly can. And thank the fucking Lord above that we are almost out. We are out this motherfucker. So with that being said, going into next year, make sure that you are physically, mentally, spiritually, and emotionally ready for anything that may come your way. And there's nothing but blessings from here on out. I promise you that. I mean, you know 2020 is a crazy week when Tyler Bryan Howard comes back and we doing the podcast again. <laughs> um, is there anything else that I want to mention? Oh, if you're a designer, get at me. Get at me. But don't get at me unless you come and correct and you can design merch for a t-shirt and more so a logo. Not like a logo, but more so something I can just stick on a Teesprings t-shirt because I want a quick turnaround. So if you hit me up today be expected to be done and paid by Sunday. Like, I, I want a quick turnaround. So anyone that's a designer, if no, anyone that knows a designer, get at me. You know, my Instagram, underscore beheard II, Twitter, underscore Prince Heard II. Same kind of concept. Get at me, get at me. Because I, I want to design some shirts. I want to come out with some merch because I feel like Tyler Byron Iron deserves it. We got a new logo, new season, all that shit. Uh, love you guys. I'm done talking. Bye. I didn't even close it up.